0: It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Hey guys, welcome to the Around the House show. This is where we help you get the most out of your home through information and education. This is the midweek special. This is where we talk about the stuff that didn't make it into last weekend's show and not make it into this weekend's show. Well, today I wanted to talk a little bit about little bit about gardening and building garden beds and building those raised beds because now's the time that people are starting to get, at least in my area, those things planted. And one of the biggest conversations that I have with people is using the wrong materials. For instance, you should never, and I say never, have a garden bed that has railroad ties around the outside of it. Because of the chemicals that are in railroad ties, you do not want that in your food. So, you know, you think about it, creosote that's caked all over those things was first patented for use in, on wood in the 30s. And when I lived up in the Tacoma area, Tacoma, Washington area, they had a big, huge railroad tie factory there that made creosote for the in, treated railroad ties. And they were going around and digging up people's yards all around the area to make sure that they didn't get poisoned from the creosote that had just came out of the air. So it's interesting. So this stuff here, you know, it's really effective against killing like fungi and insects and marine borers and things like that. The oily texture of the treated wood will ruin clothing and footwear. And it gives sun sensitivity for workers in contact. and. There is a strong suspicion that the chemical components are carcinogenic and toxicity of plants growing nearby. So, and you, I mean, it's so toxic you can't even saw, sand, or paint it without taking some serious health risks. So, if you think about it, creosote is a restricted-use pesticide that is primarily used to treat railroad ties, utility poles, and marine structures, and maybe some bridge timbers. That's why you should never use it around your house. And I've seen people that actually had retaining walls made of this, and they had some really big struggles because they were getting it cleaned up and then they did some soil samples and realized that they needed to haul some soil out around them because that was toxic from the water washing off the creosote into the ground around it. So you do not want that in your garden beds. And the same goes with the lots of other treating treatments as well. There's a lot of different woods out there that are, um, you know, like in the pressure-treated stuff that is not rated for food or, you know, contact around there. So really, when you're making any kind of a raised garden bed, I want to make sure that when you're building these, you're building them with maybe a composite product or something like that that does not have any of these different finishes on them. A lot of these copper ones, like the uh, ACQ is another one that's uh, a... It's pretty low risk, but there's a lot of different finishes out there. You know, there's ECQ, there's CA, which is copper azole. That's a water-based wood preservative. Um, You know, it's widely used through the U.S. and Canada, and it's got copper, boric acid, and, uh, you know, other stuff. But really, the problem that you see is the copper does migrate from that into the soil immediately adjacent to the planter sides. So even though the copper levels were not higher in roots and in like of radishes and carrots and things like that uh copper levels however were elevated in the foliage so those are things that you should kind of keep an eye out any of these treatments you know um use of that copper azole is using for millwork shingles shakes siding plywood structural timber fence posts it's a very common treatment so be very careful i don't want to see that stuff ending up in your, um, you know, end up, end up in your food because uh, any of these coppers can, that copper can migrate. And so be very careful with that. So yeah, just build uh, regular lumber. I would go through and uh, make sure you use composites where you can and you'll be fine. If you have to rebuild it, I'd much rather see you build it again in five to 10 years than to use some treated stuff that's going to make you sick because that right there is a key to watch out for is treated woods. And your planters, uh, you can use. Uh, take a look at the stains. You know, a lot of the times, if you're going to do a wood and you're going to stain it, just use one of the uh, regular oil-based stains. You know, those will be those will be fine for that. Uh, you know, you'll be good. But it's just those preservatives that you're looking for. So be very very careful with that. So um, you know, and of course, if you're doing any treated work out there, make sure that you are using dust masks and uh, and you know goggles and gloves. If you're doing anything else. Doing that, so I'd use that. Any one of the plastic, lumber, stones, concrete blocks as framing material. There's a lot of different ways you can do. You can also use naturally decaying wood like cedar, cypress, black walnut, locust. You know, redwood. Those are all a little bit more expensive, but they are more durable. And uh, some of those can last up to 25 years in contact with soil. So be be cautious when you're doing that. All right, well, that wraps up our garden little piece there. Just make sure that we're, uh, you know, being safe with building those things. And then I wanted to talk for a minute here about heating and cooling right now. There are some killer rebates here in the United States. Whether or not you like that uh, energy, you know, rebates that came out of the uh, so-called Inflation Reduction Act, they are giving away lots of money to help pay for you getting into a higher efficiency heat pump. So, take a look if you're looking at upgrading your HVAC system right now. You know, it's expensive, no question. HVAC prices went up a few years ago. I don't see them coming down anytime soon. But really, the HVAC out there with the rebates are really helping you. And I don't think there's going to be a time in the near future where you're going to see rebates any better than what they are. So they are state to state, region by region. So uh, take a look at uh, your local energy provider and your state's rebates and take a look because that's kind of where the money went to and take a look and see and get, of course, all your quotes. And one of the things that I say, you know, I work, you know, here in the Portland area with uh, the company I work with for years, Pyramid Heating and Cooling, and they're a carrier dealer, but make sure, you know, you can find or buy the best high quality system out there but if you have a low-quality installer, this is where that's going to get to be a problem because the best-quality system with a worst, with a bad-quality installer ends up being a heck of a mess that you don't want to mess with. So having the right installation company that is certified by and trained by the manufacturer is by far your best way to go. The uh, chuck-in-a-truck HVAC technician is not a place that I would buy an HVAC system from. Because they could get the sizing wrong, they could get the install incorrectly, and um, now you've spent a lot of good money on a system that won't work right because it was never designed to work right. So be very careful with that. I want you to make sure that you get the right people on the job. So it doesn't matter if you're looking at a train or carrier or whoever else you're out there looking at, just make sure you've got the right people doing it. And do your research out there. There are brands that are very reliable, and there are brands that are not so reliable, and I want you to really get online and do some research out there. You know, the big ones, the, the the carriers and the trains are very reliable. There are some other ones out there that have been having some serious reliability problems, and nobody wants when a year warranty, wakes, you know, just goes out the door to have failures, and then you're spending money on a system that uh, well didn't hold up. And that happened to my neighbor a couple of years ago. Uh, They bought a house. The people had put a brand new HVAC system in Had had troubles all along the way. They moved in, and uh, their home warranty ended up buying a brand new system because it was cheaper to put a brand new other brand system in than it was to come out and replace the unit that was defective, and they were having that many problems, and it was a major brand out there, so uh, be very careful with uh, what brands you pick because it does make a difference out there. All right, everybody, I'll give you a little tip for the show this weekend. Coming up on the radio, we've got uh, How to Hire a Designer, and in hour number two, we're going to be talking with Aria Vent about those cool designer vents for your HVAC system. And then on Around the House Northwest, the TV show, make sure you head over to YouTube. You can catch all my videos over there. So go YouTube at fox 12 Oregon. And so just look for the Fox 12 Oregon YouTube page and go to the Around the House playlist. And I think we've got like 55 or 60 videos over there from the show that we've cut out. And you can take a look and see what's going on over there. There's a lot of great tips and tricks over there for you to take a look at. So there's a lot a lot there and so much more coming up on Saturday. We're going to be going out to, uh, we've got some fun stuff that we're going to be doing on Saturday. So I'm going to be doing uh, how to swap out and install a deadbolt and a door that never had a deadbolt. So I took an old 70s door and and drilled through it and show you how to do that. And We've got a lot of cool new pieces coming up this weekend as well with a new Made in Northwest or Made in the United States segment uh, that I can't wait to show you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. So all that and more coming up this weekend on the Round the House show and Around the House Northwest. And if you need more information or if you got questions for me, head over to AroundTheHouseOnline.com, and you can find out over there uh, what's going on. And, of course, get a hold of me. All right, everybody, have a great rest of the week. Happy midweek special. We'll see you on Saturday. Thanks for tuning in to Around the House. of